honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Wigan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. It's nice to be back on board once again to talk Timberwolves basketball weekly show here, at least during the regular season. <laughs> we try to keep up with it as much as possible during the offseason, just maybe not weekly because there isn't usually enough news weekly. But yeah, well, I'd like to avoid the inevitable here. We've got to talk about two games and uh, both losses. Yep, well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Two games and both losses. It's just not going well. And we miss Jimmy Butler dearly. And the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves, we're living in the past once again as the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tom Thibodeau, well, we waited a little while, I guess. You know, you thought, okay, if you're going to sign Derek Rose, you would do that uh, during this time off. But okay, he had to wait for the birth of his child. So now, once again, we're living in the past, I suppose, when it comes to Tom Thibodeau as the Timberwolves continue bringing in Derek Rose. Back in 2008, I was dying for this guy. And then, of course, Chicago got the number one pick, and the Wolves got the number three pick, and and we drafted O.J. Mayo, and we were all excited about O.J. Mayo and what a great player he was going to be. And then we uh, traded for Kevin Love, and we got rid of Marco Yarich, and yeah, that was cool. Uh, Ended up being a decent trade for a little while until, I don't know, I guess Kevin Love talking about mental health issues. You know what? I I don't even want to get into that right now. Maybe later. Uh, I don't know. Um, Ugh. I don't even want to get into that. Who knows? And God bless him and God bless others out there. Uh, Derek Rose, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he suffered depression a bit during the course of his uh, injury. And that is not trying to be funny or sarcastic or being insensitive, which is a word I'm thinking is slightly overused today. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, right? A little bit, a little bit. Um, Derek Rose has been brought in. Yeah. Derrick Rose has been brought in, and I don't know. Well, obviously he didn't play against the Boston Celtics. He was brought in in the afternoon, and he was there in the warm-ups and blah, 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 and he just uh, had a nice courtside seat watching the game, and um, we'll see what happens there. Tyus Jones fans, obviously probably not too thrilled about it. Cleveland, I don't know. Well, we're going to get into a pretty long discussion about it into fan interaction. Vince Germano, Nicholas Simon kind of going back and forth with each other. Two Australians with Australian personalities. They love this team and uh, great guys as well. They love this show. Thank you very much for the ongoing conversation. All in, all in, all in uh, good fun, right? All in friendship, all in good fun. So there'll be only two games to review, two games to preview. So there'll be a little bit more fan interaction uh, in the course of this show. As this show evolves from show to show for obvious reasons. Well, you go with the flow, bro. Okay, and I don't even like to use the word bro, but it's better than bra. I'll just say bro. That sounds a little better. Um, yeah. We had our little bye week, so to speak, and now we get another quote-unquote, uh, well, kind of a bye week. You get Golden State and Washington. Yay. Yay. That'll that'll turn out good. <laughs> yeah, that'll turn out good. Um, and then we go to uh, San Antonio on Saturday. Of course, we'll be previewing that into the next show as the schedule gets 
much busier after that as we head into crunch time into March and stuff and stuff, right? Uh, Timberwolves playoff hopes still very much alive, but they are uh, in jeopardy right now. It's safe to say the Timberwolves' playoffs hopes are in jeopardy. Losing to Utah is not a good way to bring anybody's confidence up, and the Wolves did that on the road, and I kind of suspected they would. Too bad we couldn't beat the damn Blazers, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, without Jimmy Butler, the Timberwolves were not a playoff team last year. Of course, we were developing this and that. Uh, nice week from Belitza, this and that. We're going to have a, uh, <laughs> well, we'll be having a different uh, Alpha Wolf Award this week, of course, with the ejections of... Uh, <laughs> Jeff Teague and, of course, Carl Anthony Towns in the Utah game and mediocrity from Mr. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. I don't think any of them are going to get any elbow wolf. Let's get to the point. March the 2nd, Minnesota loses 116-108 against the Utah Jazz. Wolves are playing okay in the game, but the Jazz were just kind of hanging on to the lead the whole time, and it just kind of was what it was. Andrew Wiggins had to fill quite a void. Uh, no Carl, no Teague, no Butler. Andrew, let's go, Andrew. Come on. Well, 27 points. <laughs> As uh, Jack Morris once said to... Uh, Glenn Perkins, well, come on, Glenn, let's go, let's see what you can do, kind of making fun of the guy, because, you know, didn't like uh, Glenn Perkins' uh, lack of competitiveness over the years, well, come on, Wiggins, let's go, let's see what you can do, well, he made all four of his threes, he was uh, in the uh, the famous Paladino Joey uh, attempts to points ratio, hey, 19 attempts, 27 points, so, okay, great free throw shooting, though, just, just great, three of eight from the line, are you bleeping serious? Liar. You liar, you liar! I wish I was lying, Michael Savage. I wish I was lying there. Um, I, I don't know. Um, maybe the contract is a liar thing. Or maybe this other uh, information that came out from Darren Doogie Wilson this week that Glenn Taylor actually uh, stopped Tom Thibodeau and uh, humorous uh, general manager Scott Layden, he tries to be humorous anyway, from trading Andrew Wiggins and the whole Jimmy Butler deal and that it ended up being switched for uh, Zach Levine, this and that. I don't know, maybe the whole thing would have been quite different, the trade, this and that. He actually jumped in and stopped it. I don't know, I don't completely disagree with it if he did that, but at the same time, you're the owner and stuff. I I mean, I guess, see, it's like, it's understandable who you want to trade if you're the owner, but at the same time, you got to have faith in your general manager and president of basketball operations, and he didn't do that. Interesting conversation there uh, on the Judd and Dubay, Judd and Dubay, I wish it was Judd and Dubay, Mackie and Judd show, but it was Judd and Caller talking on there um, with uh, Darren Doogie Wolfson. Interesting conversation there. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Andrew Wiggins uh, was on the trade block last summer to Jimmy Butler, and Glenn Taylor said, no, don't do that. Uh, interesting. So, I don't know. Um, I like Wiggins. I'm happy he's here. The contract is scary, and it hasn't even started yet. So, hmm. The plot thickens. The plot did thicken as this game continued, of course. Carl Anthony Towns whistled for a Technical foul as he got kind of in an elbow match with uh, the former Cleveland Cavalier. As the Timberwolves signed a former Cleveland Cavalier this week, of course, Derek Rose, right? <laughs> uh, him and Jay Crowder getting a little bit uh, antsy. Jay Crowder ended up getting ejected later in the game as well. What, what a dink. God, what a dingle hopper. Uh, him and Tom Thibodeau going at it uh, near the end, and then off went Jay Crowder. Uh, I forget exactly what Tom Thibodeau was saying. I could read his lips or something. I can't remember, like, it was like kind of just going at him, like good one or whatever. Tom Thibodeau eventually uh, also got a, t- a technical, but not ejected. Rudy Gobert was blocking shots, getting rebounds, and putting the ball in the basket. Donovan Mitchell was being pretty damn good as well. Was able to get around a nice screen. Obviously, uh, a, a nice screen by Rudy Gobert, anyway, for Donovan Mitchell. Hit a big three late in the game. Andrew Wiggins just couldn't keep up with it. Uh, Jeff Teague 
looked like George Teague, the former uh, strong safety for the Dallas Cowboys years ago, who could hit the crap out of people. He was good. Remember, he smashed uh, Terrell Owens pretty good when uh, Owens was actually on the 49ers and ran out into the center of the field onto the Dallas Cowboys star after he scored a touchdown, like as if to mock the Cowboys, who would end up being his future team, as weird as that sounds. And George Teague came and just kablooey, you know, hit him like a freaking, hit him like a semi would hit a, a freaking deer, and that's basically the story continuing there. That's about what Jeff Teague did to Ricky Rubio on the sidelines. The frustration kind of kicking in. Jeff Teague had a hell of a game, and it's too bad. I mean, we could have used your help out there, Jeff. It's a frustrating-ass game, and Rubio's kind of, I don't know, he's getting to be more and more of a chippy player. I'm not a big fan right now of that guy. And you know what? Go ahead and go ahead and get mad at me for saying that. I'm not a big fan of Rubio, man. I'm not. I used to be, but whatever. Uh, Rubio had a Rubio-esque game anyway. You know what, 13.7 rebounds, or 7 assists, excuse me. Okay, not a bad game, but settle down, people. Settle down with your overpraise of him. 8 attempts, 13 points. Okay, sure he had more points than attempts, but wasn't that great in the game. But he got the job done, I suppose, and so did his teammates. Very chippy, frustrating game. I hate the Jazz. I'm starting to hate them more and more. Love the uniforms, very fresh, and I had a lot of agreements on Flip's Army out there when I was saying those jerseys are fresh. They are fresh. They're awesome. Uh, I guess it's like a sunset, I guess. And that's what I was kind of thinking right after I had recorded last week's show and I was saying, what, what is it? But I guess it's like a sunset kind of, sort of, in that drier climate and it gets all colory and all that. It's very beautiful. Uh, just like the whole, <laughs> look at me going into this now. Red sky at night is a sailor's delight. Red sky in the morning is a sailor's warning. So it's dry. It's like drier air with like dust particles. When there's dry air, there's dust particles, and that gets the red sky. So if the red sky is coming from the west, that means you're in for some good weather for the next day or two at minimum. If the red sky is in the morning, it's a sailor's warning because that means the dry air has passed, and here comes the the rain and maybe God knows what else. So that's the whole point there. And I guess they have a little sailor's delight, you could say, on their jerseys, even though it's not a sailor and it's in the mountain time zone and all that. But yes, it's that nice, dry, beautiful red, uh, orange and red sunset. I'm guessing that's what that is. It sure looks like it. I'm liking some of the directions of these jerseys. Obviously, the Hawks look freaking awesome. Some of the Magic jerseys are real nice. The Jazz, duh. Timberwolves, okay, sure. Uh, The City jerseys are all right. They look more like wolves now with the city jerseys because wolves are gray usually. Um, So, yeah, they look like wolves. I just call them wolves jerseys, like real wolves. But I guess they're city jerseys because buildings have kind of a gray hue to them, I guess, with glass. I guess that's city-like. Or a skyline that looks kind of silverish gray in the background. Something like that, but it's their nice city jerseys. We haven't worn them since the first day that we wore them. So, uh, yeah, like the direction of the jerseys. I don't know. I'm frustrated with this team right now. I'm frustrated with this team. I don't like the direction things are going. Uh, Wiggins just is not breaking through. Come on, Andrew. Just break through already. You know, he's he, he had 27 points in the game, and he was all right. But, ah. Uh, I don't know. I I really came out of this hating the Utah Jazz, and I have every right to. I hope you do too. Maybe not hate them, but strongly dislike. Uh, Nemanja Bjelica was efficient. 12 points in the game. Decent. Hit hit half of his threes. He's the best three-point shooter on the Wolves roster, uh, percentage-wise and everything. 
He's been wonderful. Uh, Nemanja's been really nice. Uh, obviously, when he first came back from the injury, he didn't look so good. Kind of like Nino Niederreiter with the Wild. That's what I'd compare him with. Nino Niederreiter, since his injury, has been pretty invisible with the Minnesota Wild. And that's kind of what Nemanja is, kind of that power forward, whatever. <laughs> For the Wolves, who's not necessarily looked on to be the star, but a valuable piece. And he started out the season so nice, then had the injury and blah, blah, blah. But now he's looking really good in the starting role. He looks good as a starter out there. And good on him, mate. Good on him. Um, yeah, let's move on. Screw this. I'm kind of going off talking about sunsets and... Sailor's Delight and all that stuff. Um, mountain Mountaineer's Delight, I guess, when you're in Utah. Or just Hiker's Delight and Hiker's Warning and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, the 8th. Happy 40th birthday to Andrew Wyden, my older brother. Happy 40th birthday. He's in the Vince Germano Club there, the 40 Club. And I'm coming for you guys very soon, about about a year and a half or, or less in that category. July 1979 is coming so, July 2019, 40. Yuck. Now I'm talking about birthdays. But yes, I guess that's okay. The Boston Celtics, the Wolves play the Celtics like they play the Washington Wizards. They never beat them, and it's annoying. Um, Celtics are a decent team. Yeah, and we had another scary injury for the Boston Celtics. And a valuable player, of course, Jalen Brown, dived into the court. Or actually, he didn't dive into the court. He was going up for a dunk. Very aggressive. And for some strange, unknown reason, his hands just slipped right off the rim. Not a good position to be in with the momentum carrying him forward after the aggressive dunk. You know, the ball, you get carried forward, you swing forward. And then if you let go too early, you're kind of like defenseless as you vault <laughs> helplessly to the floor. Uh, multiple things could have happened here. The guy could have broke his neck. Easily. I mean, the angle of his impact on the floor, he could have broke his neck. Uh, talk is, it's probably a concussion because I think it was a direct hit on the back of his head. That's really nasty, too. An old uh, player way back in the day, I, be- I forget what team it was. I think it was the Minneapolis Lakers. I think so. Uh, way back in the day, where a player, they might have been LA already. No, it was Minneapolis, I'm pretty sure. Had a similar situation where he fell and landed on his head and then kept playing in the game. And because back then they didn't think about concussions. This is back in like the late 50s, I believe. Early 60s, late 50s, Minneapolis Lakers. And on the plane ride to the next town, all of a sudden, see, people didn't know what was going on in that guy's head because, oh, because the concussion there was just, yeah, the concussion had happened and nobody thought about it back then. All of a sudden he had started having terrible seizures on the plane and was paralyzed the rest of his life. That sucks. So, um, concussions definitely suck, and that was a scary moment there, and glad to see, obviously, we're in a day and age where they can treat the guy, and you're not going to just go back out there and keep playing. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Uh, Best wishes to Jalen Brown there. That was quite a spill. Um, He had played pretty well in the game, 14 points, five rebounds in the game. Looks like a nice piece for many years to come. Obviously, the Celtics... uh, getting interesting with that draft pick, passing on Chris Dunn, which is fine with them. They have Kyrie Irving now. But uh, Jalen Brown, yeah, quite scary. He could have easily broken his neck, depending on the angle. I've even landed like that on the ground a couple times, but luckily nothing serious happened that I know about. I didn't feel anything move in my brain or anything, so don't think I had a concussion. Um, it was Maybe I was more worried about my neck at that moment. Scary stuff. Uh, mysteriously, my ankle started hurting really bad the next day. Wrap your head around that. I don't understand at all. Uh, Greg Monroe is another one that I don't understand. Just nine minutes, two points, 
Who the hell is Greg Monroe? He managed to get four rebounds in that time, so good job. Good job. Uh, Marcus Morris acquired through trade. Looks good off the bench for the Celtics. Very deep team. Derry Rozier. <laughs> Marcus Smart, obviously very aggressive in the game. Really love that guy's future. He's not gonna he's not gonna get starter minutes, but he's close, 32, 33 minutes a game, and he's looking good out there. Is he a future star in the league? I doubt it. Uh, for his draft position, you'd want more, but he's still doing well. So God bless him there. Al Horford got mad at what I said on the last show when I was like, How did he make the all star team? Well, he looked like an all star yesterday doing it all. He did it all. But like I said, he's just good at everything, not great at anything. <laughs> he's one of those. Uh twenty points, six assists. Eight rebounds, definitely, definitely a good dishing from the post there. He's he's got that ability. He can even attempt a three or two, but he's not as good as Carl Anthony Towns in that in that department. Harry Irving, obviously the star he is, this and that. Came back from his injury. Uh interesting, and you got Cleveland Cavaliers all over the league right now. Of course, <laughs> poor Gordon Hayward still recovering from that nasty ankle break that you could actually hear snap. You could hear it snap. That's what was so scary about it. Carl Anthony Towns had a solid game, but one of his worst when it comes to uh, points to field, <laughs> points to attempts ratio, 12 attempts, 15 points. Not one of his better games, but Nemanja, 16 field goal attempts, 30 points. Made more than half of his shots, 6-9 from downtown, and they were crisp shots, as Marcus the Forecaster would say. He fouled out in the game, though. Um, that sucks. Managed over 40 minutes in the game. He was outstanding. He was the best player on the floor. Nemanja Bielitsa, fun to watch. Uh, it's like, you know, he doesn't play fast, but he puts the ball in the basket. Obviously, he's not a fast player, but he was able to get around people. He was scorching the bottom of the net. I mean, they were just perfect three-point shots. And then he'd make a move on a guy and just kind of lull him to sleep and go right around him and score, and it was good. Uh, Nemanja, awesome game. 30-point game for Nemanja. A career night. Can't believe he fouled out. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Jeff Teague was adequate in the game. Nice to know that he was... Uh, back, didn't get suspended or anything, it wasn't that bad of a hit, he didn't like break Rubio's arm or anything, but luckily, <laughs> but uh, a nice overall, <clears throat> nice overall night for Jeff Teague with uh, eight assists, he was solid out there, the defense wasn't good, it never is, and it's a good, obviously a good team out there in the Eastern Conference, Derek Rose will don the number 25, and good on him, I suppose, he won't be wearing number one, because that's Tyus Jones, is this Tyus Jones's last game for a while, I sure hope not. Tyus deserves to play. Uh, Derek can play multiple positions, I guess, but he wasn't good at the shooting guard in Cleveland. So, I don't know. Why would you do something that isn't good? Um, and it's kind of like if Derek Rose is going to play again and have some success in the league, I guess it's with the coach where he won the MVP with years ago. But, I don't know. I mean, that was the strangest situation where he had that ACL, and it took him about two years to come back. And he's not even close to the same player. He had some moments here and there. The other... Uh, tentacle to the story, though. Derek Rose and Jimmy Butler didn't really get along very well, did they? Wasn't there some jealousy and some animosity going on from Derek Rose when Jimmy Butler became the number one guy? But Derek, you're like not even close to who you were. How are you getting jealous of Jimmy Butler when he's blowing up and doing a good job for the Bulls? So, strange situation there, and now you got him on the same team again. I don't know. Um, it's cool to think, oh my god, Derek Rose, wow! Yeah, back in the day, yes, but Ever since that ACL, ACL injury, when he was pulling up for a shot late in the playoff game. Ouch. Uh, still kind of strange how that all took place. And how long it took for him to come back and how much less of a player he is. I don't know what's going on with Derrick Rose, honest to God. But uh, he's a Timberwolf now and uh, 
Okay, he's a Timberwolf now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Shabazz Muhammad is a Milwaukee Buck, and he's getting the same amount of minutes, kind of. He's getting he's getting in games, but, yay, he's like the 12th guy, practically, or the 10th guy. So he's getting some minutes and not much, and like three points, and that's kind of the story there. We'll see what happens with Derrick Rose of the Wolves. God bless him. I, For his sake, I hope it works out. Wow, it's just kind of weird. Derrick Rose is a Timberwolf. Yeah. Well, once upon a time, that would have been the most amazing thing ever. But that's the way it always is, isn't it? You get guys way past their prime or her or, you know, after their injury or whatever. Derrick Rose would be in his prime right now if the injury never happened. So, I don't know. Hopefully you can have some kind of resurgence. God bless him, and we'll see what happens. That's about it. Uh, not the best game ever. Whatever. Not the best week. Frustrating. And you bring in Derrick Rose. We're stuck in the past. That's why I played that music from Chrono Trigger earlier. We're going back to the Dark Ages, right? Way back in the past with uh, Tom Thibodeau. He wants to bring Luol Deng back. He wants to bring Joachim Noah back. Uh, wish he could bring Michael and Scotty back, but they'd be in their 50s. They'd be gray and old as... Uh, Rick Pitino once told Celtics fans about bringing Larry Bird and Robert Parrish and uh, Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. Because then if they did, they'd be gray and old. Yeah, well, Michael and Scotty would be gray and old, uh, Tom Thibodeau. Um, I don't know. Uh, Joe Kim Noah. You know, a shell of himself at best. A borderline corpse. Walking Dead, whatever you want to use. Luol Deng, same thing. Derek Rose, I guess, kind of the same thing. Getting Jimmy Butler, that was the prize of the whole group, and now he's got an injury. Great. Ugh. Life sucks. Life sucks. We need to make the playoffs. Please make the playoffs. You know, please make the playoffs. Please. And then, yeah, something wonderful happened. At least get out of the first round. Would that be cool? It was going to happen almost for sure. And now, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Playing Golden State or Houston in the first round doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Houston's only won 17 games in a row. That's all. That's all. And Golden State's first place in like every damn category. God, I hate that team. Oh, I couldn't even, you know, I could go on for three hours about how much disdain I have for that team. Sheesh. But we'll leave that alone. Alpha Wolf Award for this show is Nemanja Bialica. Congratulations, your very first Alpha Wolf Award. At least I'm pretty sure it's got to be because he'd been just a role player up until now. Nice. Uh, nice job by D. Wayne Wade and nice jerseys by the Heat there as you're seeing highlights. Uh, that's cool. I like those colors. Looks like the, the 80s in Miami. I love those colors. Nice and uh, neon looking. Cool to see D. Wayne Wade be the recipient of a alley-oop there. Cool. But uh, the uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial for the week. I don't know, man. Is it Tom Thibodeau? I don't know. For the minutes, the injuries, this and that, the injury history, the strange... Uh, Moves that, that he keeps making. I don't know. Who's the Johnny Flynn Memorial for this show? Do you even care? Just just, just win a game. Just the losses. Uh, you know, Shabazz Muhammad for leaving the team. Tom Thibodeau for having, like, no bench whatsoever. Well, he's got some bench, but... Mm, Gorgie Zhang has vanished off the face of the earth. Is it his fault, or is it the lack of minutes? You know, you didn't really hear from Jamal Crawford much. At least in the Boston game. You didn't see a whole lot going on there. Whatever. Let's uh, take a break, come back, preview two games, and then do fan interaction. <laughs> oh, God, please tell me what the hell is going on.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. The news just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? It just gets better and better, the news and the and the, the things to look forward to. We get to play the Warriors on national television in Target Center Sunday afternoon. Okay, cool. We get to be on national television. Well, that little, ugh, that little, you know what, whatever you want to call them, fill in the blank, uh, be playing in the game. I don't know. His glass ankles have come back to uh, reality here. Just like they do in the postseason and the NBA Finals every year. Just something. There's always something, some reason he can't win the MVP award. Oh, I feel so bad. Poor guy. Well, Kevin Durant's the best player on the team anyway. And that's a given. You could love Steph Curry all the way to the moon. Kevin Durant's the best player on the Warriors. I don't really like Kevin Durant's attitude lately either. God, I love that guy with the uh, thunder. Even though I didn't necessarily want to cheer for the thunder, but I still like Kevin Durant. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, he's not even leading the team in scoring, which is kind of weird. Steph Curry's been getting a bit more points, but Kevin Durant, I mean, almost 53% from the floor. Okay, he's .2 behind Northern Cal guy, or North Carolina guy is actually the real identity of Steph Curry. That's where he's really from, but you get the idea. They play in Northern Cal. They only won by three points the last game, but they've won all of them. They've won all of their last five, and they're on a winning streak again for the 99 billionth time. I don't care. Screw the Warriors. The only thing they're not first place in is rebounding. First place field goal percentage, first place three pointer, first place point scored, first place first place in stupid celebrations and after every shot. Yeah, well at least they used to. Maybe they've settled down. I haven't been watching them a whole lot, so I wouldn't know. <clears throat> you feel why that is. Clay Thompson. Ah, there's my favorite Golden State Warrior, the guy who could shoot in his sleep. I like Clay Thompson. You know why? Because he plays basketball. You know why I like Clay Thompson? Because he loves basketball. He plays the game it's the way it should be played. It's not all about him. He just, he plays smart, catch and shoot, and he makes them. That's, I love Clay Thompson. There's my favorite Golden State Warrior, and I've said that more than once. It's not if I want him on my team or if I want him here, I want him there. Hey, if it's, if he's having fun and he's winning championships, God bless Clay Thompson. And it's not, it has nothing to do with his father being a former Gopher either. The guy was obnoxious when he was on the broadcast here at television. I don't know if I like Michael Thompson or not, but I like Clay. You know, good job. Well done, Clay Thompson. Great defense, great game. Uh, it's not all about you. I mean, you take, maybe you have the ball like five seconds in the game, but that catch and shoot. And I remember the one time he was on like an inside stuff type of show. I think it was NBA TV or something like that. Almost the whole time, he reminded me of myself in a way, where <laughs> the whole time, it's like he would just be kind of in this mode where he's just catching and shooting. Even though he's walking around talking with somebody, he would still just kind of do the motion with his shot. With, uh, with his hands, and I do that a lot, and yeah, that's why I have a good catch-and-shoot shot, too. Not quite at Clay's level, but it's, it's you know, it's a, maybe a half a notch behind Clay Thompson. Just a little bit. That's why I like Clay Thompson. That's a guy that loves basketball. It's not necessarily about him or the spotlight. He just loves the game, and God bless Clay Thompson. So there you go. You think I'm this big hater who hates everybody? You're wrong. I'm just opinionated. When I don't like something, I tell you. I'm not just a person who sits there like, <laughs> nope, nothing. Nothing's wrong. Don't you don't don't you dislike people like that? <laughs> there you go. Aren't I nice? Don't you just don't you just dislike when people do that crap? <sighs> they just fake their way through life because they they don't have the balls to say anything. Yeah, I'm not one of those. Brah. Okay, I said it. Sean Livingston. God bless him from recovering from a serious injury years ago. He's filled a role with uh, Warriors, and that's kind of weird. He hasn't made a single three all year. What? He hasn't made a single three-pointer all year. That's strange. You're on the Warriors. You're supposed to shoot threes, right? Isn't that like their whole life? 
Is this your life? <laughs> Draymond Green, obviously, uh, another grade A, you know what. But uh, he can sure play the game, too. I, I love the way he plays. I would love to have him on my team. When you don't have him on your team, you want to kick his ass. But God bless him, and God bless the Warriors for winning games, I guess. Uh, Steph Curry's out for the next two games, and the next two games are Portland and Minnesota. So, hey, maybe Kevin Durant will get 40. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem. Somebody's out. It doesn't even matter. Freaking all-star team. Omri Caspi, remember him? He was on the Wolves last year. Didn't play that great and took minutes away from uh, Nemanja. Son of a gun, but boy, he can sure shoot sometimes. 45% when he actually gets to play in the games. Plays his little role and he does a good job of it. And God bless Omri Caspi and uh, Shalom. <laughs> shalom. God bless Omri Caspi. I'm not Jewish, but I'm being respectful to him. Um... I support Israel, yes. Uh, Pachulia is getting a reputation across the league. Did he injure Steph Curry, too? His own teammate. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's just, a he's just a klutz, I guess. He plays a good role, and he can make threes. and Or not make threes. He can rebound and play good defense and all that. Um, whatever. Uh, Nick Young. Ah, man. I, I know Vince likes him. At least I think he does. He likes most of the Lakers. Nick Young maybe drove him a little crazy. David West. Oh. Well... It's a win. If the Wolves are going to win one game against the Golden State Warriors this year, this is the one to do it. You're at home and a national television. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, where are you? I wish Jimmy Butler was healthy. What is going on with this damn thing? Don't you just ugh, come back, please? But uh, no, if the Wolves are going to win a game against the Golden State Warriors, this is the one to do it. Going to need a big game from Andrew Wiggins, I guess. I mean, who else is going to have the big game? Okay, Carl Anthony Towns is still there. Just don't get ejected. <laughs> and yeah, that was a ticky-tack technical foul. Come on. All he was saying was like, damn, call the foul, and they gave him a technical foul. I, I don't know if he said call the bleeping foul, but how many players talk that way to refs and don't get technicals? Um, it's a three-game series. Both of them were in Golden State so far, or Northern California, Oakland, whatever. 125-101 on the 8th of November. 126-113, 8th, uh, the 25th of, D of January. I'm going crazy. 13-point win for the Warriors. Wolves hung in there, but the Warriors just took off and tore them up. And, well, the Warriors have won the season series. Shocker. You know, you may not, I may not like them, but they're damn good. Yeah, I'm not stupid. They're damn good. Uh... This is it. Win the game, I guess. Hopefully. I'm, I'd like to pick a win here. The Wolves never win in Washington, and I don't want to pick a over week. So I guess I'm going to come out in good faith and pick the Wolves to beat the Warriors, I guess, kind of. <laughs> is that okay? Can I do that? Is that okay? No Steph Curry? No Jimmy Butler? Is that even out? No. Um, the Wolves don't have Kevin Durant, but Carl needs to play at a Kevin Durant level, I guess, if that's possible. That'd be greatly appreciated. <laughs> I think Carl Anthony Towns will get in the 30s in the game. He's going to get in the 30s, Andrew Wiggins mid to upper 20s, and the Wolves will survive and win the game. Jeff Teague will get high teens, low 20s as well. It's going to be a fun game, I think. I think the Wolves will come out and show up. I think they're going to have one of those type of nights. you you, you got to beat this team. Um, obviously, Steph Curry is one of the leaders on that floor, even though I rip him and make fun of him. Obviously, he's a great player. Okay, I'm not stupid. I know that. And, he, you know, there are times where he's a humble guy, and there are a lot of times where he's not. It's the times where he's not that bug me, you know. there are, there are, Occasionally, he's got that humble personality. I think he was talking about the ankle injury and all that, uh, with Zsa Zsa and all that, so whatever. Uh, just because I don't want to pick a 
over a week and the Wolves never win in Washington, I guess the Wolves are going to beat the Warriors because the Wolves tend to beat the Warriors once a year lately, which is great. And Jimmy Butler was not on the roster the times the Wolves beat the Warriors. Remember that? I expect a very big game from Carl. Uh, he's played very well against the Warriors in the past, and I think he's going to do it again. Hopefully Andrew can put the points on the board. You won't get a 30-point game from Shabazz because he's in Milwaukee. So, Andrew and Carl, let's go. Come on, let's see what you can do. The Wolves will outlast the Warriors, believe it or not. 120 to 118. It's going to come down to the final stretch. Carl's going to get 30-something. Andrew might eclipse that as well. I think Teague will have a big game. And you will see the debut of Derrick Rose, but it will be, like, just peanuts. It'll be peanuts minutes. He'll get more minutes in the future. I don't expect a whole lot from Derrick Rose. You might see a couple turnovers. You're going to see some rustiness and some missed shots. And that's what you're going to see out of Derrick Rose. And maybe in the coming days and weeks, you'll see improvement out of Derrick Rose. But the most likely guy to lead the Wolves in scoring and to victory will be Carl Anthony Towns. If the Wolves lose the game, it's because the Warriors will just do what they do. Clay Thompson will hit 19 three-pointers like he always does against the Wolves. He kills us more than anybody. Uh, and Kevin Durant will get 35-plus in the game if the Warriors end up beating the Wolves, which most people would expect. But I'm, I think the Wolves just might get a win again against the Warriors for the third year in a row, which would be nice. You, you lose the season series, but you don't get swept. Just don't get swept, that's all. And that would be a nice little confidence boost as the Wolves head into Washington, into Trump land here coming up. Like him or don't like him. He's the president, doggone it. So you can have to like him for now. <laughs> right? Okay, I'm just kidding. Nobody has to like anybody, even though. Yeah, okay. 13th of March, Minnesota heads to Washington, D.C. with a logo we copied, I guess. Just a little different angle with the ball, and you add a wolf, and there's your Timberwolves logo. Copycats. I guess is the same artist anyway, I'm sure. Washington always beats the Wolves. They're in first place in their mediocre division with the the lousy heat and the mediocre Hornets and the blech, Atlanta and Orlando, yuck. Two teams we never beat for some reason, but, but uh, well, they don't beat anybody either. <laughs> John Wall's averaging about nine assists a game. Bradley Beal scorching the net. John Wall's always hurt. John Wall's never healthy. John Wall's probably not going to play in the game. In fact, he's not. And that's why some people believe the Wolves will beat the Washington Wizards. We never win there, though. I, I don't know. Um, they've won only two out of their last five, but they've lost to Golden State, Toronto, and Indiana. Indiana's not great, but they're not easy to beat. And, uh, well, the Wizards have recently beaten Milwaukee and Miami. Yay. M&M there, right? Uh, Golden State and Toronto. That might be the NBA Finals. It might be. Maybe. Maybe. Toronto just might have their first little NBA Finals. Otto Porter, one of the most valuable kind of do-everything guys in the NBA. He's one of those quiet people that play a really, really nice, smooth game. Bradley Beal, obviously, all-star level of talent. Doesn't get the uh, doesn't get the spotlight that a John Wall would get and, and others out there. Uh, winnable game for the Wolves. I just We just never win there. And lately we win one game against the Warriors, so that's why I'm kind of going with a split this week in that direction. I hate playing Washington. Uh, and they beat us in Target Center this year. So winning there, nah. And John Wall was healthy in that game, 92-89. Frustrating finish. The Wolves kind of had that game and they kind of didn't finish the job. I think the Wizards sweep the Wolves again. Scotty Brooks, the former Thunder coach, the former Timberwolf, or is it Scott Brooks? But we call him Scotty here. We knew him as Scotty Brooks back in the early 90s, baby. Back in the early 90s when the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo were in their prime. Yeah. You want to brag about your Nintendo Switch and your PlayStation 4 and your, your Xbox One. Ah, man, Super Nintendo and Genesis, baby. Uh, let's let's brag about that instead. <laughs> Washington has not been playing particularly well. Obviously, it kind of hurts when John Wall isn't in there. 
I don't like playing this team. We always lose to them, man. And I'm going to pick a loss again. It's going to be low scoring for these team standards. Uh, shoot, I mean, 92-89. I don't know. I, I think it'll be more of a defensive game. Obviously, Golden State-Minnesota is going to be like, you know, 240 points combined. Yes, <laughs> 238 to be my prediction. Um, but this one will be closer to like, you know, uh, less <laughs> under 200, like 180, something like that, 190. Uh is going to, no, it's going to be like 170 is actually more of an accurate number. Uh, Minnesota's not going to win the game. I think the Washington Wizards win 95 to 90, something around that range. I think Andrew Wiggins will have a decent game. He tends to play well against the Wizards. I like what he does. Jeff Teague has had some moments, obviously. He's been playing very well with Jimmy Butler's absence. Will Derrick Rose have a Nice little semi-coming-out party in the game. Uh, Otto Porter's always torched the Wolves. Heck, John Wall wasn't even in there in that game back in the uh, back in uh, late November there. John Wall's missed so much time. Uh, I've, I've always liked Marcin Gortat. I like him. Uh, Marquise Morris has killed us in the past, but he only had two points in the game. Tim Frazier, whoever that is, the point guard of the Wizards. God, that, everybody sucked in that game. Kelly Obrey Jr., that was one of the guys that killed us. What the hell? <laughs> and, of course, Otto Porter. He's one of the reasons that team won. Mike Scott and Jody Meeks. What the hell kind of game was this? Not good. Uh, Wolves need to win a game like that. Andrew had a lousy game. He made one-third of his shots. Butler was missing everything. Tyus Jones was starting for the Wolves. Carl led the way in the game, and Taj had a good game. I think Taj will be one of the more valuable pieces, but I've got a strange feeling. I think Andrew Wiggins, who has performed well in Washington in the past, just not this year, I got a strange feeling Wiggins is going to have a pretty nice week. He's going to get upper 20s against the the uh, Warriors, and he's going to get upper 20s also against the uh, Washington Wizards, but the Wolves will lose 95-90. So with that, we'll take a break, come back, and get to some fan interaction about Derrick Rose. back for the third and final segment of this podcast of this episode the fan interaction segment will start off with the twitter account which was loading and it stopped loading which don't you just love that at wolves explosion at wolves explosion is the name of this twitter account i want to thank levi and Tanay for retweeting the last show of course vince germano as well thank you guys 223 coming of age where carl looked pretty damn awesome last week this 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 week uh nah this past week not as much he was good and everything, but not as good as he was the previous week where he looked just freaking awesome. I mean, he looked like David Robinson and Hakeem Olajuwon practically out there. Okay, he looked like David Robinson. <laughs> different player, obviously, from Hakeem. Very different type of game. But much more similar to David Robinson. I know he's Carl Anthony Towns. He's his own player and blah, blah, blah. He's just everything. Yeah, but David Robinson was a great player, folks. Don't think about David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Think about David Robinson in the Sean Elliott days when Rodman was there, uh, when he won the league MVP and he scorched the Wolves in the final game of the season so he could win the scoring title. You remember that? You remember that? Well, maybe you should because he was really damn good back in the day, man. Before that foot injury, I got to tell you. And before Tim Duncan very quickly jumped into his heyday. It didn't take too long. That's what four years of college can do sometimes. You're just ready to go. Um, 
So thanks, guys, for the retweets. And that's it for the fan interaction on Twitter. Facebook is much, much more busy. So very uh, much appreciated for the retweets and telling your friends and all that. I'm trying to change this thing over to Brave the Wild for tomorrow. There it goes. Ha-ha. I, I like to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Facebook. Well, let's start off with Flip's Army. Flip's Army Facebook page. Do look that up. Give that a like and or follow on Facebook. Great in-game threads and all that. News breaking. Derek Rose. Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, yeah, we all know he's on the team, but I mean, who knows? People like to post everything about everybody, and Carl Anthony Towns doing what he does, like Instagram and pouting about a loss or celebrating a win or whatever the heck it is. But uh, there it is. Uh, Facebook, uh, look up Flip's Army and like and follow that page. Trevor Wickerin, the creator of that page, kind enough to allow me to post links to Timberwolves Explosion on that Facebook page. Thank you again very much, and you'll be hearing a hell of a lot from the Colt Side podcast out of Australia. Sydney, Australia, you got Stu Benson and, of course, Wayne Hunt. I keep wanting to call him Hank McCoy. They, they hail from Sydney, Australia. That's the New York of Australia there. And, of course, a great buddy of mine. <laughs> and, of course, all you guys are. But uh, Vince Germano, especially, uh, out of Melbourne, Australia, and the Victoria Providence down there. A bit further south of Sydney, Australia. Great show, the Courtside Podcast. Gigantic shout-out, always. They give me shout-outs. Wayne Hunt likes to go, Joey! I hope I did that pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, just released a mini so Love that. God, I love that show. Always some good interaction. And I don't know. Some people complaining that they talk too much Lakers. Vince Germano talks too much Lakers. Well, so? <laughs> well, I guess that's why we created Showtime and Teal. Got to bring that back up again. People complaining about that? Come on. Come on, mate. What are you doing? What's What's up with that? Come on, mate. Stop the hate. Uh, let's see if there's any visitors post. Otherwise, it's 100% Derrick Rose here. Yep, it is. Because the last uh, visitor post was from Vince Germano, Meniscus Tear. Again, gigantic shout-out to the Courtside Podcast. 100% recommend you listen to it and love it on uh, iTunes and Podbean. iTunes and Podbean are the two different applications. Of course, iTunes is mirrored by Double Twist if you want to use that on Android. Otherwise, Podbean works on Android and Apple devices and any other smart device on the planet. And of course, iTunes is Apple. I would hope you know that by now. Most of you, you got your Apple device, you got your iTunes, and you got your courtside. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's talk about number 25. I used to wear number one for Chicago, and he looks a lot like Scottie Pippen. And I always wondered why that was, but he looked a hell of a lot like Scottie Pippen. He still does, but that big hair has got to go. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of like big poofy hair, but oh well, it's your life. That's your life. I better shut my mouth. I'm being a little inappropriate here, right? The Minnesota Timberwolves have signed point guard Derek Rose for the remainder of the season per Woj. Wojnowski, Adrian Wojnowski, the Woj bomb or whatever you want to call it. He's, yeah, he's the guy. It, yeah, man, it, it changes over the years, doesn't it? Who was the guy it used to be? I don't know. There have been so many. I don't even want to get into it anymore. Nicholas Simon out of Australia. First started interacting with the show last year, I believe. Nicholas Simon out of Australia says, you forgot to say, former MVP Derek Rose, like all the other articles. Yep, he says, I know it's true, but it's just mean to remind us of, all, of the fact at this point. And yeah, because it's, yeah, I mean, it's only about light years away from those days, isn't it? I mean, he was a great player, and God, I was excited about him coming into that draft, and Ah, uh, you know, same old story. You're up there, you're in the top three, and that's the second runner-up, Tim Rolves. Yay, second runner-up. <laughs> I sure like Kevin Love over Michael Beasley, and we still got Michael Beasley anyway. 
So that actually turned out just fine. Yeah. It was OJ Mayo. I mean, what an amazing rookie year he had. We were like, man, we missed out. Same old Minnesota luck. But Minnesota luck isn't always that bad, is it, when you consider what took place? (laughs) OJ Mayo, every single year. Joe Smith-esque. Rookie season, wow. 18, 19 points a game the next year. 17, 16. And the next year, 15, 14. And the next year, 13, 12. And then before you know it, he's out of the league for whatever. You know, drugs or performance enhancing and enhancing or illegal this or or he just sucks because he just doesn't have his priorities straight. Yeah, that's OJ Mayo. Uh, Kevin Love, I, I, I don't know. He's a strange one as well. No disrespect, man. But uh, he sure was damn good when he was here, wasn't he? He sure was. Uh, that was an amazing trade. You fix the salary cap and you bring in a pretty damn good player to boot. That was a great trade. Great trade. Good job, Kevin McHale. And that's a good way to go out. If you're going to go out, that's the best way to go out is to make the trade of your of your career, I think, other than Gugliotta for, uh, what was that guy's name? Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> Daniel Marshall. God, I'm like blanking. Daniel Marshall ended up being really good, though, for a while. Uh, he really did. He ended up getting better with the Warriors in Toronto and all that. But still, Tom Gugliotta, before that devastating knee injury with uh, Phoenix, was awesome for the Wolves. Uh, got us to our first ever playoff berth. He led that team. He was the best player on that team. And, of course, he had the the, the uh, bone chips in his foot, his ankle, all that. God, that was disappointing. And we still almost beat the Seattle Stupor Sonics that year. That was a team I didn't like either for a while. Oh, Gary Payton was a little bit too much. But, yes, I was saying I intentionally refused to mention the former MVP because everyone else was. that. It, it's a joke. The guy is barely functional as an NBA player at this stage. Nicholas Simon agrees with me. Uh, Vince does not. Uh, we'll continue here. As Nicholas Simon and Vince Germano getting a little back and forth. Again, I'm sure all in good fun, I hope. Uh, Nicholas Simon says, Exactly. It's amazing how many people are still trying to claim he's still good. Ridiculous. Sean Kemp was my favorite player. I accepted he was done. Gotta move on. Yes, there are times you have to accept somebody's done. I mean, Kevin Garnett was done too. Uh, when he got bought out by the Wolves, that was not the, cla- the the most classless thing you could ever do. Uh, he was 40-something, man. He was, in, he was like 40 going on 41. He wasn't good anymore, obviously, and he was making like $9 million a year. Uh, we needed to make a move. How things ended were not good for Garnett. Uh, obviously not ideal, but nobody could prepare Garnett, Glenn Taylor, or anybody else for what took place to Flip Saunders. Nobody could prepare anybody for that. Nobody. And nobody wanted that to happen. Not even anybody's worst enemy would want that to happen to them. Nobody. Uh, at least I would hope not. Uh still kind of a it still hurts it still sends chills down my spine when I've been to Flip Saunders you know you you think (laughs) you think I'm just some hater up here you're crazy I'm just an emotional person one way or another I get emotional both sides maybe I'm too much Uh, Nicholas Simon says I know he came back to play two minutes a game and stream at people at practice yeah yeah that's the other thing not the best chemistry person in the world no Um, hopefully he can Hopefully he learned during this time off, this time away, a little soul-searching. Um, I hope so. The crazy part about Derek Rose is he's not even 30 yet, so we'll see. Uh, Vince Germano goes in a different direction, which generates an interesting conversation here. Vince Germano, again, Melbourne, Australia. Lakers fan says, and Tim Rules are his second favorite team because uh, Luke, when Luke Longley first started with the Wolves, that got him going, and a lot of other Australians liking the Wolves back in those days. Vince says, I like it, Joey. He gave the Cavs good minutes earlier in the season. 
If he can do that, it's good for you guys. Low risk, high reward. I want to believe that's the case. Um, and Nicholas Simon strongly disagrees. He says, good minutes, insufficient, uh, inefficient shooting. Insufficient, yeah, that's another story with... Being broke sucks. You know what insufficient stands for, right? Insufficient funds. <laughs> inefficient shooting, more turnovers than assists, zero defense. Why are people so obsessed with thinking he's still good? Vince Germano says, he's a good player. He gave the Cavs good minutes as a starter. Some Sometimes. Um, Nicholas Simon says he didn't, though. That team was, the team was bad. His numbers were bad. All of it bad. Vince Germano says, how many game, Cavs games did you watch when he started? Nicholas says, I don't know. Parts of three? <laughs> he couldn't stay in front of literally anyone. He turns the ball over. He did some pretty good drives. He can still look like a decent player, but he makes the teams worse. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I'm i kind of leaning that way, but hopefully, hopefully, Derek Rose proves us wrong. I hope so. Vince Germano says, might have to disagree on this one. Um, good conversation, though, guys. And again, I can tell there's no animosity between the two. Just a little heated, dis- uh, not heated, but spirited discussion. Not heated. Uh, Levi Wilson Brown, Levi Brown, out of, why am I blanking, out of New Zealand, my brain is like, blah, of course I know where Levi's from, not happy, not happy if it likely takes minutes away from Tyus, yeah, if that's not the case, I'm okay with it, the only good thing is that he's better than any other third option for (laughs) if one of Tyus or Teague get injured, so yes, that's the one thing, if somebody gets injured, he's insurance, it's kind of sad though with the situation. Uh, it's and you still have Aaron Brooks on the roster too. What a how, how do you think Eric, Aaron Brooks feels? My God, what a, I mean, you're burying him alive, the poor guy. Aaron Brooks isn't a great player. He had some nice moments, great spark plug for teams like everybody out there. Like a, you know Phoenix, he was a good spark plug. Houston, multiple stints there. Chicago for a short time. He used to torch the Wolves alive. Oh, it drove me nuts. Aaron Aaron Brooks, he he wouldn't play for like. A month or two, maybe he's coming back from injury or he was a free agent. And then he gets 30 on the Wolves. It used to drive me nuts. So definitely a wolf killer in the past. Um, I think the guy's minutes for in Aaron Brooks's case have been so sparse. It's like his game is just gone. Like when, when you don't play anymore, your game's gone. You know, and, and it sucks. Like I did, I used to average 150 points a game in bowling. I come back after uh, after years of not bowling and I was bowling 90s. That sucks. It's not a good feeling. Bowling, hopefully you can kind of get it back again. Basketball, I don't know, man. The timing, the shot, everything. The shot under all that uh, with guys coming at you, it's not the same. But nice to see uh, Aaron Brooks get playing time, but I uh, I don't know what's going to happen there with him. I think he's just buried alive. But at least he's getting a paycheck, I guess. That's the start. Make it more than me. Yeah, make it more than all of us. Doggone it. It's a pretty nice, uh, it's a good gig if you can get it, as they used to say on K-Fan all the time. So with that, I think we're going to wrap up the show. Only four games to total, review and preview. So, yeah, and then the schedule gets much uh, more busy into the coming weeks, and the schedule doesn't get a whole lot easier here until maybe the last second. Wolves need to win about seven more games to probably make the playoff, 45 wins. Hopefully the Wolves can get that. I think they can. It can start by getting your first out of that seven by beating the Warriors or the Washington Wizards. But if you beat the Warriors, what a boost that would be. That would be great. Hopefully the Wolves can do that, and I'm... Stepping out in good faith that they will do that. Again, want to thank all of you for listening to the show. Please do tell your friends and those of you that do. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, at Wolves Explosion. And of course, Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Now we'll get to the phone lines. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. 
mention you're calling in for Timberwolves Explosion to your statement, shout out, comment, question, and opine. Then there's the call now button on the Facebook page. goes straight to the same number, same whole situation through Facebook Messenger, so it's completely free and completely fun. <laughs> as long as you have some kind of Wi-Fi or data connection, regardless where you are, even on the mini, uh, the International Space Station, I'm sure they have some type of Wi-Fi up there. You could you can reach me. So if you're listening on the International Space Station, jump on board. I always mention that because how cool would that be? Oh, International Space Station, if you're a Timberwolves fan, please, <laughs> if anybody up there, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there's someone from Spain who uh, used to like the Wolves because of Rubio and still still likes us because of that. Who knows? Uh, somebody following Nemanja Bialica or just you're just from Minnesota and you love us. I don't know. I'm just shooting for the for the moon there, but maybe it'll happen. That'd be cool. <laughs> Final route to get on the show is the audio submission route, which I think is the most effective for a lot of people, honestly, because there's no limit. The call, the uh, voicemail is three minute limit. It's stuck that way. The uh, audio submission route is unlimited. I prefer to keep it to five ish, but hey, if you have a lot to say, you have a lot to say. So the floor is yours, brother. And of course, we've done that with Tanae Brown in the past. <clears throat> I really missed hearing Tanae's takes. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Unbelievable conversation. He's got that gold card to go as long as he wants. As long as he wants in any show. Just love him. Vince Germano, you know what? Same thing. Hop on board. You know, you want to talk about Jimmy Butler, this or that. And I say, if you want to do that, it's just just go ahead and do it. You know, you you can get on the show that way. Obviously, it's 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 hard to get together for a live show, international or even local. I mean, I had a hell of a time getting my old friend Neil Nate Doc Thiesing on because he's far away and I work second shift. It's tough, so I often have to come back and watch the games, you know, parts of the games at first, and then the other part of the game later. This and that. So it kind of is what it is. There. Thank God that they replay the whole game though. The next day or and later that night, this and that, that helps a lot to keep me uh, doing this show and Brave the Wild. Um, but no, Vince Germano, Hank, Hank McCoy slash Wayne Hunt, any, you know, audio submission route. Hop on board, audio submission route. Heck, if you just want to keep it to three minutes, the call now button on the Facebook page. There's no, uh, there's no long distance. You just, you know, data or Wi-Fi. If you're already paying for Wi-Fi or data, then go for it, baby. Um, talk about Jimmy Beller. Remember when Vince Germano wanted to talk about that? Do it, dang it. Jump jump on board. I'm, I'm, I'm sending out the bat signal. I don't know if you like Batman or Superman more or Spider-Man, but whatever it is, I'm sending out the signal for that. Vince Germano, more than welcome. <laughs> it is the, uh, for those of you wondering how to do that, of course, every single smart device on the planet has a free voice recording application. So use that. Treat it like a phone call or radio show or whatever. You could even use Audacity with a microphone or whatever it is. Some people have microphones, some people don't. Uh, it sounded almost like Tanae does. Wow, what great audio, though. That's an awesome phone if it's not. <laughs> um, but that's how you do that. You save it. Email it to me at paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. It's on, it's on right there in the show description for copy and paste or just, just, uh, just there. You can just save it and all that and send it to me. Anytime you want, I will convert it from that M4A or whatever it usually is for most phones into an MP3 with Zumzar.com, which helps greatly. And uh, thank you again very much. Or con- Converto from some other uh, other possible uh, files and all that. Uh, thanks again, uh, Trish Posterino. You're more than welcome to call in anytime. You're always welcome to do that. I thank you again for doing that. Email it to PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com. PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com. Jules Posterino, where have you been? Jules Posterino, Bat Signal. Jules, Jules, are you out there? Jules Posterino, more than welcome to join again. I miss seeing your posts on Facebook. Uh, 
I could go on forever. Brett Walters. You know, Brett Walters. Hell yeah. Jump on board again. I miss you, man. Call in, post on the page, whatever it is. Kaylin Woods, Brenton Cunningham. You guys have been around here quite a few times. Wayno. Wayno. Hank McCoy. Wayno. Kana! Jump on board, please, sometime. Thanks again, guys, for the conversation. Thanks again for telling your friends. I love you guys all very much. Um, thank you again. We'll talk to you soon, and take care. Thank you.